0: Hello everyone, my name is Illumide.
1: And my name is Christy.
0: And welcome to the Big Empty Purse podcast.
1: And as soon as two other people came in, the first two left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, Christy, what have you been up to since the last episode?
1: Well, I got to see you (laughs) after much strife (laughs) on your part. There was so much strife that day.
0: I was struggling so hard. I mean, as usual. But damn, that day was rough.
1: But yeah, no, that was fun. We went out in D.C. for a mutual friend's 30th birthday. It was a blast. <laughs> I missed yeah. about half of it between getting caught in the rain and having to circle the block several times to repark his car. <laughs>
0: when I tell you, that day was all around messy. <laughs> that is one of the reasons why I don't go to D.C. as often. But it's just too much work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I got caught in the rain but I lived like an hour away from DC so and the thing was in DC but I was already in DC earlier in the day so I had to drive home to get a change of clothes because I was already soaking wet. And then I got the change of clothes, and I went to DC, then I couldn't find a place to park. Then <laughs> I finally found a place to park, but it was only two hours. So after two hours, I had to go move my car. And then when I had to go move my car, I couldn't find a new parking spot. And that took another like 15 minutes. <laughs> a fucking mess. But I was there, I made it, and I did the most.
1: And then when you were looking for another parking spot, your outfit, your outfit, first of all, was on point. It was everything as promised, with the stilettos and the beige That's realness. So but then <laughs> but then DC came and snatched you because you sweat through the shirt and came back from parking your car with an old Navy t-shirt
0: on. That shirt I was wearing <laughs> is not conducive to anything for those of you who probably don't understand this that shirt was like um it was like a cape that had no sides and the sides were held together by a tie string and of course the shirt was like made of mostly cotton close closer to linen than cotton so if you sweat through it you can obviously see all the places you sweat through it and when I went to move my car first of all I was trying very hard to walk carefully on those DC sidewalks <laughs> and then the left heel on the stiletto broke on the walk to the car, so I was like, fuck it. And the shirt was already wet, so I had to like change the whole thing. Thankfully, I had another pair of stilettos in the car. Oh, that's right, you changed stilettos too.
1: (laughs) I forgot about that.
0: So I came back in a different attire, but I made it through and that was a fun time. It was a fun time.
1: It was. It was a blast. <laughs> Man, yeah, the DC humidity <laughs> will get you every time. I feel like I go through s- like several changes of clothes every day during the DC summer if I have to go outside because I just walk outside and I'm damp. Like, it just, like, right. I just exist. Like, I don't like go and do exercise outside. Like, I just go exist outside and like, ugh, it's awful. Baltimore
0: is the same. Ugh. I do not look. In the summer, I don't wear anything with sleeves. If I can avoid it, no mm-hmm. sleeves. And because I bike, I have to wear like these um, sleeveless shirts that like are what do you call it moisture wicking. They basically mm. just don't hold any kind of moisture. I have so many of them <sighs> because I can't I can't bike in real clothes. It's impossible. It's just and you know they have like the drop armhole. The armhole is all the way down here, so even if you do sweat, the armhole is so low <laughs> that really it it does it right. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. Shout out to our our friend who turned 30. Happy, happy birthday.
1: Yes, happy birthday.
0: (laughs) He's gonna listen to this and I hope he's enjoying being 30.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, so a few episodes back, I listened to the single that Vince Staples released on his upcoming self-titled album. So the single was called Law of Averages and I was not impressed. I was not impressed with the single, and the album is better than that single indicated to me it would be. Like, that single is definitely one of the, like, below-average songs on that album, but the album I don't love. I don't love. I feel like it's just... Vince Staples' work usually has this, like, like, bounce and this fun to it, and this just felt, like, sleepy. Like, I I think he was maybe going for, like a different sound and maybe Real it's pie? just not my vibe because like it's the summertime and like i don't know i'm, I'm trying to give him credit because it's not like it's a bad album it's just like feels kind of meh
0: well so. i mean it's actually i was watching these is the mirror earlier and i got to the episode where vin staples was a guest oh and they God. interviewed him but i didn't watch the interview part i literally like ran down here to record the episode so i <laughs> haven't seen it because mm-hmm. yeah i was hoping i would like catch the Vince Staples episode uh, interview and then see how he justified the album but I didn't get to see it,
1: so. <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious to see what he says about it, because it definitely felt different, and not in a way I loved. Um, the lyrics are really good though. Like just the like storytelling uh, and stuff. Just the style felt like it was sort of missing something. But but yeah, I'll, I'll have to go look that up too. He's great in interviews, he's hilarious. And I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah. But I, I listened to this new album. Made me want to go back to listen to FM, which was his last, I forget if it was an album or an EP, but that's like very summer vibes and it's very fun album. I mean, I like pretty mm. much all of his albums. I'm a big fan, except for this most recent one. And I don't hate it, Vince. Okay. I'm sorry. I just feel like it could have been better. <laughs> drag
0: him, drag him.
1: <laughs> just lightly, lightly drag <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah. I also tried to, while I was at it, listening to new music. who's just like, oh, like, Staples' album, I knew about, like, what was some other new music, and came across that the Killers had a new album. I was like,
0: releasing new music
1: (laughs) apparently, they have been like this whole time. I was like, what? Like, I haven't listened to the Killers since middle school. I was like, wow, they've really been steady releasing music this whole time. Are they like popular? And I went and looked, and like, no, all of their top songs are still from 2005. But I was (laughs) like, I'm curious, like, what do the Killers sound like now? Trash trash. I could not finish the That's album. Sad. It was so bad. They've gone for this like weird like Americana like not quite country but like in that direction vibe. It's not good. It's real bad. It's, it's real bad. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I always wonder why like the, a lot of these successful groups when they're later in their careers they start experimenting with stuff. I'm like I don't mind you experimenting. You can release that stuff as like EPs. Mm -hmm. Um, But you should still release full albums that would be some form of commercial. Like, you know your fan base. You know what they liked you for when you came out the gate. Give them a little some of that.
1: Mm -hmm. That way,
0: all this experimental stuff you're doing until you figure it out how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, which is what Prince and, like, people like Beyonce and Prince do, they'll experiment with it. They'll, like, keep it in the vault somewhere until they perfect it, and then they release the good stuff. Don't release the stuff you're still experimenting with. (laughs) Nobody likes that. Nobody. So, killers, get your shit together. (laughs)
1: It seems like, looking back now, they seem to have been experimenting unsuccessfully for the last decade. <laughs> what happened? Like, I mean, not like the Killers were like a world-class band, but Mr. Brightside was like set a lot of records, like for how long it was on the Billboard charts. Like, they had some good songs, but apparently they've just been... Do
0: they Did do they know, change members? Just... Like, maybe they, the person who used to write those songs is gone now or something?
1: Maybe. Ah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I I, don't, I can't even attest to the entire album because I could not get all the way through it. It was so bad.
0: You know what I feel like is going to happen? I feel like the only band I can think of right now that that could happen to, you know, Fun? hmm The band Fun with Nate Ruiz. First of all, ego. I think Nate Ruiz thought he was way too big for that band and he decided to have a solo career and that didn't take off. Which, by the way, I could have told him that for free because the reason why that band worked is because every single member contributed something. And mm. Nate Ruiz just thought he was the star of the band. I'm like, no, you're just a singer. so he went off to do his own thing and that didn't take off I feel like eventually later when Nate Roos realizes that his solo career will never take off they'll do another like they'll come together for like a reunion album or something and that album is going to suck so fun let me just tell you right now don't bother just don't bother I think you've the moment that you had you've lost it just don't come back let it be what it is I feel like or if you are going to come back like you have to like you know how it is like I feel like there's a moment in time where you strike gold and it's not so much your talent it's your talent plus what the world is ready to hear at that moment you release it Mm -hmm. and if you wait too long after that even if you come back with the same talent the world may have moved on they might require a different sound and unless you're going to experiment with that new sound and perfect it and then release that it's not worth it just don't come back
1: Right. Anyway. Oh, although I did find <laughs> unexpected a uh, bonus slash downside to this, I found out a surprising fact about one of my friends, which is that they were huge, huge My Chemical Romance fan. <laughs> Which, like, another throwback to middle school. I was just, like, chatting with someone and was like, oh, I listened to... So I meant to say The Killers. I was trying to tell them I'd listen to this Killers album, but my brain mixed up, like, another band I listened to in middle school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, My Chemical Romance just put out a new album. And this friend goes, they did not. I would know about it. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> so serious. Very emphatic. I was like... I am a huge fan. I have tickets to their reunion tour. I would know if they released new music. And I was like, I didn't expect to be. (laughs) I was just making bad conversation about this terrible Killers album. Right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I like challenged his My Chemical Romance knowledge. So we can have we can have him on the podcast for My Chemical Romance, a whole episode.
0: First of all, I have no My Chemical Romance <laughs> range. It would have to be their absolute most popular song because I was not into rock music back then. Even Evanescence, the only Evanescence song I know is the Bring Me Back to Life, whatever that song is. And oh even... <laughs> The group that not Lincoln Park is it Lincoln Park? Lincoln Park was a band that had um numb. Mm-hmm. I think they had numb and Park. in the end, and those two are really popular. And the only reason why I got into them is because they did a collaboration with Jay Z where they did numb and chord. <laughs> I really yeah. like that song, so I, that's how that's I got right. into um Lincoln Park. Otherwise, yeah. that was not my speed. <laughs> like all that nonsense with blink 182 that i was strictly a backstreet boys yeah no
1: i was full full teenage angst huge my chemical romance fan in like middle high school my uh this is a throwback my zanga page had a my chemical romance theme on it did you ever have a zanga
0: no i didn't i missed that (laughs) that one i missed and i'm not sad about it i'm happy i missed it yeah (laughs) no that was a
1: that is a very fair one to miss so for for our gen z listeners out there Sango was just like a very mediocre sort of short-lived blog yeah. platform. It was just, that's all it was. It was just a, like a personal blog, but you could, ugh, it was back in the good days like MySpace where you could literally code every single thing. Customize like you everything. could change the HTML yeah. of anything on the page so like you went on my page and like it had like the picture of the lead singer of My Chemical Romance and it like it played and I would change it out to different My Chemical Romance songs that would play when you came on the page.
0: I was a fan of Green Day though, mm. Green Day. Um, hmm. I liked Green Day, so I'll, I'll give him that. And um, <laughs> I used to really find, you know those stupid songs? Those were my MySpace type, shoes. Oh my god, shoes. Oh Let's my get god. some shoes. <gasps>
1: I haven't thought about Excuse Shoes by Kelly. So That
0: was that was one of my MySpace songs. And the other one was uh satisfaction. Push me. And then just touch me. Oh my god. Till I can yeah. get till I get my satisfaction. <laughs> 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 that was <laughs> That stupid song. That seems like I was on my MySpace. Songs like that was like MySpeed. I just I thought they were so stupid and hilarious that I just I had them on my page. But yeah. What have I been up to? I will say, though, I feel like I have to be fair. When I'm going through it, I'll come on here and say I have been going through it. This week, I have not been going through it as much. This week, I've been able to catch my breath. So thank you to the gods of not going through it for granting me a week of a little peace. However, I will say, I feel as though next week I will be on here and I will say the exact words. I am going through it. Stay tuned. I'll be back. But Internet This Week has been wild, wild. And I have loved every minute of it. Have you seen the uh, milk crate challenge?
1: I haven't, actually. I've, like, heard it and I don't... I haven't seen it. What is it?
0: It is brilliant. They build a pyramid out of milk crates. And then people try to climb the entire... So the pyramid is, like, built like an upside-down V. Mm. And, of course, the pinnacle has, like, a very high-up milk crate. And, like, because it's built like a pyramid, it's just crates all the way out Mm -hmm. and then people have to start on one end walk all the way up and all the way down this pyramid come out the other side without falling (laughs) obviously obviously most people just end up falling yeah it is so funny first of all i don't psa if you listen to this i'm not encouraging anybody to do this because this is terribly dangerous (laughs) this is very dangerous because you know people fall but they don't fall on grass. They fall on the crate. Mm. So whatever yeah. part of the crate they fall on, like you can break bones and stuff. Like, please don't try this. But people are falling out here and it's hilarious. People are Ooh. like getting up with like crate, <laughs> crate-formed <laughs> like welts on their skin. It's great. And of course, you know, I do get really impressed when people are able to complete the whole thing mm. without like any issues. This guy was like rolling a blunt. And he just did the whole thing without oh. even breaking a sweat. I was impressed. And this lady came on, she was wearing stilettos. I think they might have been four inches. The whole thing did wow. it perfectly. I was like, shout out to her. She impressed me. Um, but everybody else, there was like this police officer who did it and he just he bit it. He just <laughs> He went head first all the way <laughs> down. <laughs> that one was funny. But um, I've been li- I've been living for these Grace and Frankie, their seventh season. I guess they released the first four episodes. I don't know. I guess maybe they're still working on the others, but they're behind release date, so they just released the ones that they have finished. And mm. they have the first four episodes out. I love that show. I love. I think Jane Fonda is so cool to me. Shout out to Jane Fonda. Um, I feel like this show should be more popular than it is, though. I feel as though the jokes are perfect. And the acting is really good, actually. The jokes Mm -hmm. have perfect timing, and the setups are just great. And the jokes are very easy to get. It's not like one of the, it's not like something like um, where the jokes like sometimes could go right over your head. These jokes are no. They're 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 bite-sized. You really can't miss too much of it. The setups are perfect. The punchlines are perfect, and the acting is great. So I feel like this show should be even more. I would put this show next to something that's like wildly popular, like, I don't know, Golden Girls. Mm. Yeah, because I feel like this show should reach cult status like that, it's so good. Lily Tomlin is hilarious. I watched that, and then the Wachowskis are planning, I think think they already started, they're making a Matrix 4. (laughs) When I heard that, first of all, sometimes when I hear about like sequels and stuff, I'm like, absolutely not, don't do it, don't fucking do it, I don't want to see it, don't you dare. But this one, I'm about it. Because you know why I'm about this? They already ruined it. But when they did the Matrix 3, they already ruined it. So anything after that, it's a bonus. And I'm curious to see how they're going to salvage what they yeah. ruined in Matrix 3. Did you see Matrix 3? I'm sure you probably remember it. It was not I, great.
1: Yeah, I think I did. I must have. I see your reasoning there. It's like either it's either like the Matrix 4 is trash and it's just what was expected or it's good and it surprises all of us.
0: Because the amount of time that has passed since Matrix 3, it's been a long time. And I feel as though the advances in filmmaking would Mm. give them a lot of leverage to be able to take the story different places so but i feel as though they may not even i think they may bring the story more relatable it wouldn't be like this very heady type thing it'll be more like um simple storytelling but i feel as though i just i want to know what happens next (laughs) and yeah i'm really excited about this i so but all the, th- this year, maybe hopefully this year, no, hopefully not next year, uh, Matrix 4. I want to see the new Batman movie featuring Robert Pattinson. I want to see that movie. I also want to see No Time to Die, the, the Bond movie. So I'm I'm actually yes. really excited to play this year. Also, the movie that came out, re- um, I think it's called Candyman. It was supposed to come out last year. I think they delayed it. Mm-hmm. I don't like scary movies, but I'm very, I, I wish they would release the full synopsis so I can read about it instead of like watching it.
1: I feel like the internet's got to have it somewhere.
0: I don't want the jump scares though.
1: I'm so excited for that one. I've I've been anxiously awaiting that one because Jordan Peele didn't direct it, but he wrote and produced it. So, Uh, and I am a big horror movie fan, so like I like the original Candyman too. So. Then this one is supposed to be like a sequel, like 10 years later or something like that.
0: You know what? How about this? You see it first, you let me know if there are jump scares, and you tell me how it goes, and then like, maybe I'll decide to see it after that. I'm not <laughs> doing jump scares. I can't. There's no, I don't need that kind of stress in my life. Mm-mm. I'll
1: just mark the timestamp. stamp. <laughs> Skip. At 43 five minutes, minutes, and, two minutes and 27 seconds. <laughs> Look away.
0: Yes, I'd appreciate that. I, re- I really want to see that movie. I really want to see it, but we'll see. On today's episode. We'll be discussing parties. Party. Party. Oh my god. Adore Delano (laughs) in season six of Drag Race where she goes, party.
1: Yeah. She's ruined this word for me. I can't hear the word party (laughs) not in Adore Delano's voice.
0: When I was preparing for this episode, I was actually thinking about like, what actually defines a party? Like, what about it? And then I actually had to look up the definition. I was wondering (laughs) if funerals count as a party. Fun fact, they do. (laughs) They actually do. Because, um, party officially is defined as a social gathering of invited guests, typically involving eating, drinking, and entertainment. Didn't say it to be a happy gathering, it just had to be a social <laughs> gathering. So, funerals are a party. I love eating, it. Eating,
1: drinking, and entertainment. I mean, some places they're, like, legit parties, like in New Orleans when they do, like, the parade funerals. Yeah. <laughs> That's a party. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How does one decide who to invite for a party?
1: I feel like it depends on the type of party.
0: And I feel like on that note, I feel like, yeah, the budget will decide the size. Mm-hmm. Like if if one person is the host as opposed to like, oh, I don't know an organization or an entity if one person is a host usually the budget determines the size if you only have x amount of dollars to throw a party that'll that'll quickly define the size of the party and who to invite
1: oh, yeah and the venue will determine yeah. the size like if you're having it at your house like how many people can your house hold <laughs> and just like the scale of the event so for my wedding i believe we invited like 250 people and I think it was like 150 that attended yeah we felt like it but then there's some weddings that are huge like a lot more hundreds and hundreds of people but like who Inviting that many people to an event, you end up with people who are like, oh, well, such and such, uh, their hairdresser invited me to her daughter's wedding, so we should invite them. And like, oh, like, we haven't talked to this relative in 700 years, but like, let's invite them.
0: (laughs) I feel like the weird thing, especially in America, is usually the number of people you invite, the actual attendees who show up is less than the number of people you invite. Mm -hmm. Where I'm from, even if that number is hundreds, of people who show up are always more, always, <laughs> always, because whoever is showing up, they're bringing everybody else that they know to your thing. I I mm. mean, if if you have the funds to be able to provide for extra people like that, it's always lit because like mm-hmm. it's it's I think it's 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 a it's it's a happier thing to have more people show up than you expect, than to have way fewer people because then you're like oh wow wow yeah. y'all don't y'all don't rock with me like that, mm. but. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is awkward when you have a like go to a party and it's just ugh. sad. Like that the I, I forget sad, what sad. episode it was a few weeks back. We went to that pool party. Arrived like an hour late mm. thinking that we would be well into like other people arriving. No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the the two hosts and two other people like standing there. <laughs> and as soon as two other people came in, the first two left. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> they were oh waiting for more God. people to show up so they could leave i always feel as though that yeah that's sad that is sad it is sad yeah which i mean personality actually is another thing when you decide who to invite because of that reason because i feel as so. though yeah which by the way i love this for me personality automatically disqualifies me. I'm not the person who you like, you make sure you invite other people and then you see if I can come because (laughs) me showing up, I will just, I will say things that will just upset your guests. (laughs) So make sure you already invite the guests and then you invite me on the back end.
1: But there's also a chance you'll only show up for 30 minutes in the middle of the event with like a bunch of donuts and then just leave.
0: Yes, yes, yes. My dear, when I tell you, it very much so happens. I, I, I've done that. Who did I do that to, by the way?
1: This was a few years back. This was when we stayed with yes. you, but you didn't go to the party with us or leave the party with us, even though we stayed at your house.
0: Look, I'm always struggling. But if I am invited to a thing and I say I'm going to go
1: to that thing,
0: I will go to that thing. Mm-hmm. Even if it kills me, I will show up. <laughs> Whatever happens, I will, like, even if I'm the latest person, I will show up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, personality is definitely something to consider, like especially if you are like mixing different friend groups. I feel like some of my friend right. groups have very different like senses of humor or just like subjects they like to talk about. And sometimes I have like separate friend groups so I'm like, they would really vibe and sometimes it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. this could work out or this could be awkward.
0: <laughs> People who are unable to hold their liquor. But I tell you, I, if I know somebody can't hold their liquor, I'm not inviting them to anything.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: I'm not taking care of you. I don't want you fucking up. Oh, my God. Did I ever tell you? Okay, so I attended this get-together, might have been some three years back, maybe two years back. And the only reason why I went is because somebody was trying to set me up with someone else. Oh. So they're like, oh, come to this thing. This person I want to set you up with is going to be there. Show up and, like, I'll introduce you to and whatever, whatever. And I was like, all right, let's see what we see. So I show up. And this lady who was talking about... It was her weekend off. When I say weekend off, I mean, like, she has a daughter. But she and her and the daughter's dad, they share custody of the daughter. So Mm. that weekend was her weekend without the daughter. So she came to turn up. And turn up, she did. (laughs) This woman was wildin'. Wildin'. She... I don't know how much she had to drink, but she was sloppy. Like, on tables rowdy as hell and it was like a a rooftop recreational space type thing in one of the apartment buildings and there was like this really nice uh, rug it was like one of those nice woven rugs and she spilled wine on it oh (laughs) and the person who lived in that building who reserved this thing for their thing they were so upset because like you have to put a deposit to even reserve the space and whatever it is you damage, the liability is yours. So the girl was like, Oh my god. So she like she had to go get like the baking soda and everything and start like scrubbing the rug to try to get as much of it out as possible. And I was watching her. You wanna know what's the funny part about that? The person that I was supposed to be set up with was also gone. And gone like off the oh. rockers, gone. They had they had been gone 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 drunk gone and they and that girl just partnered together and started fucking the whole shit up and that person because i was talking to them all night kept like leaning on me and stuff i was like oh i don't have patience for this i don't that person was sloppy drunk and the thing is because i was talking to that person all night people just assumed that i had known that person previously. i was like oh no 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 and i (laughs) I want you all to know right now this person i don't know them i met them at this party it's just not my responsibility and then, like, the person who tried to set me up was in the making. Cause I'm like, well, give them another chance. You know, they were just really drunk that day. No, it turns out this person is a perpetual, unable-to-hold-their-like-her type person. Oh, no. They are just wild. So I was like, ah. Like, at the party, he was talking about... Like, the first thing he said to me when, like, we introduced... He was saying how, um oh, you know his grandfather killed his grandmother and i was like "Uh, oh exactly what am i supposed to in conversation and i met you for the first time like what am i supposed to respond to that like i can't respond to that and then it just it (laughs) went downhill from there he was just wilding out here wilding I was like, what is wrong with this? (laughs) Anyway, so needless to say, inviting people to parties, make sure that they're able to hold their liquor because you don't want to be responsible for their liability.
1: No, like I've been the drunkest girl at the party before, but definitely some people have like a habit of that. Like that's just who they are at parties is like they get out of control and become a problem for everybody else.
0: What is a reasonable amount of time for a party to go on?
1: I feel like there's a sweet spot in the like, depending on the party, like... four-ish hour range four to four to six maybe if like it's a long like like some like day parties i feel like go on longer if you're just like like memorial day type parties where you're like outside and enjoying the sun but if it starts late at night like uh, i guess some of them go late into the night without overstaying their welcome but i don't know four four to six-ish hours i think
0: yeah i think like for for like a you know, if you expect the same group of people to be in attendance for the full amount of the time the party's going on, four hours. Mm -hmm. If it's like one of those, you know, like a a club or something is throwing a party like one of those clubs that's throwing day parties or whatever and the party's gonna go on for 10 hours obviously not the same group of people who started will finish it right maybe some people will show up in three hour blocks so that those kinds of party can go on for forever pretty much but if you expect this because I don't have enough energy past three hour mark honestly even past 30 minute mark my my energy is already w- waning. So yep. at the three hour mark I'm like all right yeah that's it which leads me to my the question you already touched on it punctuality to parties i don't show up on time to parties first of all my intention is to show up late to a party that is my intention i have to be very honest Mm -hmm. and say i do that intentionally however how late i am is where it gets tricky because (laughs) i may say in my mind oh i'll be 20 minutes late turns out i struggle so hard (laughs) i'm not 20 minutes late now i'm an hour late yeah never be the first person to a party oh my god This is not important, but for Nigerian parties, you never, ever be the first person to show up, because if you are the first person to show up, they put you to work. (laughs) You arrange the chairs, you prepare the food, you hang up the decorations, you do all that nonsense, and I hate that. I hate, 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 hate it. So I'm never the first person there.
1: Yeah, I threw a party one time, and it wasn't at our house. It was like at a venue. I forget if it was like a graduation party or a birthday party, but- uh, an older relative arrived not just on time, twenty minutes early, and then proceeded to just sort of awkwardly stand there. Not help, not not like um. is it? Just like <laughs> sitting there waiting. Like you could just, you could have been doing this at home. Why are you here? <laughs> uh,
0: they were beating traffic trying to get there. Even if I'm on time to a party on accident, I sit in the car or I go. Yes. I drive the block three times. I I I don't it- enter early. Never.
1: Yeah. and I think it goes doubly for if it's at someone's house. I feel like any time I have ever hosted something at my house, I'm scrambling to the minute to get it, like, get everything together. Like, I'm just trying and I realize, like, some random thing is laying out of place and this and that, and I'm just, like, running around, like... I very much appreciate it when people show up like 15 minutes late for a house party.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. I make sure the time I tell people to show up is later than what I intend to be done. So what usually happens is, this is almost exactly what happens all the time. I I, I finish putting everything in the rightful place like 30 minutes before I ask people to show up. Mm, or yeah. you know, 30 minutes earlier than I've asked people to start showing up. And what I then do is I then go jump in the shower. And then I text, usually the, the, one of the f- first people to arrive, like they have my number, probably my cousin or something. I text them and I let them know how to get into the house. And then they let themselves in while I'm in the bathroom. And then when they get the whole thing started, they start chatting with each other and whatever. And then I descend because I have now showered and I'm ready to see all of you. Mm-hmm. I'm never early to my own parties. That's the point yeah. that I'm making. Never. I think, yeah, arriving early to someone's house is kind of like a no-no. Like, don't do that. Because what if they were doing other stuff? The time they told you to arrive, don't be early than that. They don't want to see you before that time.
1: Yeah. Although I will say, if it's some sort of party where there's, like, activities planned that sort of depend on everyone being there, don't be too late. Mm Because then everyone is waiting on you. Like, if it's some kind of, like, game thing or, like... (laughs) Like, if it's something you don't have to, like, wait on the person, but, like, definitely been to some parties where... They have like a bunch of activities and they're waiting on someone.
0: First of all, I ain't shit. I'm always late to stuff. But (laughs) I will say, but no, usually, usually, look, if I'm going to be late, it's very clear. And I I always try to, if I can't, sometimes I can't get a hold of the host. So I get a hold of someone that I know is going to be there before me. And I just say, hey, this is what the deal is. This is exactly my struggle. Let the host know, like, whatever you can do without me, do without me. When I get there, you'll see me. And that's going to be that on that. But like, I'm not going to be the irresponsible person. Just, out in the wind you don't hear from me and then i just pop in and be like hey now if i don't know the host and i don't know the host number or anything that's exactly what will happen but if i'm friends with the host yeah you'll hear from me before i show up how do you know when it's time to leave a party
1: i'm trying to think of a concrete way because i feel like usually it's just vibes (laughs) the socially like conscious people in the room who are like paying attention to others like start to realize like okay everyone's winding down people do that like that noise, like the the sigh, that's like, well, we ought to leave now. It's like, huh. well, ah. you know, ah. <laughs> do you know the sound? I mean, <laughs> it's like the <laughs> the transition to like, oh, we'll we'll get out of your hair, da da da. But like, that's a hard one to go on because there are often people who just because of how they are or because they're drunk will just totally miss the vibes and we will just like yes. keep, keep talking forever and like hanging out forever and completely misread the room. Um, oh,
0: I don't think, I don't think I've ever, hopefully, hopefully that's just not the case. I'm usually, cause I'm usually, I overthink. So I'm usually the person who's like, all right, it looks like the host probably wanna close up shop and go to bed. So I'm, I would literally just be like, I'm gonna get out of here now. So I'm just gonna go. Or if I'm the host, my dear i've kicked people out (laughs) yeah i could say but i'm always fair though like i will say this thing is gonna go from x time to x time Mm -hmm. close to x time i'm like y'all i'm getting old (laughs) my bedtime is soon so finish your drinks the next 15 minutes the fuck out
1: (laughs) so yeah i just do the passive aggressive like yawn and be like whoa man past my normal bedtime
0: Oh no, no no. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't like <laughs> I that at all. Like this is why I like hanging out with people who kind of sort of know me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because like I feel like if if you're telling something I did for the first time and you don't know me, if I say that you might take offense that I'm kicking people out. But if you know me, you're just like, All right, he said what he said. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. And it's no harm, no foul, like I'll invite you the very next time, we'll kiki and all that kind of stuff. But like when it's time to go, I'm like, No, 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 y'all, see the time? Or if it's if it's near the time where it's time for, like I've said to go, I'm like, oh, man, we're having such a good X, Y, and Z. Y'all, I know I said 10, but how about we move it out? Because I'll just say that I'm like, man, I said this thing was supposed to close at 10. How about we close it at 1030 instead? I'll give you like, and, and I'll let you know when it's 1030. You know, that kind of thing. That way, like, even mm-hmm. if it's such a good time, I already give you guys like an out. Like, now you know that I've said 1030. So, huh. of course, now we'll be very cognizant of 1030. Yeah, no, I don't. And I make sure I'm never the last one to leave a party. Oh, my God. I'm never the last. If I look around and I see, say, for instance, if, if I go to a party and I usually try to gauge it with whoever I know. So if it's a party where I don't know all of the people, the people that I know... I'll just be like when you're leaving just let me know I'm gonna get the fuck out with you too because I'm not gonna stay after mm-hmm. you stay like that kind of thing or um, yes. even if they're not going to leave first of all I'm usually the person who's like struggling from one thing I like you know how it is you leave something early to get to the next thing late and then you just your whole life carries on like that that's usually me so yeah. chances are I will leave early but You don't want to be the last one to leave a party. Like don't you know what time it is to go?
1: No, I'm I'm definitely not almost never the last person to leave. I like keep a close eye because I also feel bad like leaving really early, but I also don't wanna get I get this feeling if things start to really dwindle down that it's much harder to leave. If there's like a much smaller group yes. of people. So I don't want to wait. I like keep an eye if it's getting towards that critical point. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want everyone to notice when I'm leaving. Because also I really like to do the Irish goodbye. Like not say goodbye to anyone and just walk out <laughs> yes. the door yeah. and leave.
0: <laughs> it's the best thing. I will say though, I, I uh, the older I get, I kind of try not to do that anymore. Because even you know, like some people really genuinely start to worry about you yeah like did you just you know so i usually at least the host i'll go give the host a goodbye hug and be like hey 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 because even if they're talking to somebody i'd like just disrupt them like tap tap look it's been fun yeah see another time i give him a hug and i leave right but you're right also the other thing is like i don't want to be I feel the obligation to, if I'm one of the last people to leave, I have to offer to help you clean up. And I don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I can't, I'm, yeah, I'm here for a good time, not a long time, not even <laughs> for cleanup. So I'm done and I leave. I don't do the cleanup. Nope. Like, or I will say stuff like this. If I'm one of the last people, like, say, for instance, if you're somebody I know, like, we're really close, like, I, I will probably stay until the end just to make sure, like, you, you've got everything handled and whatever. And mm-hmm. towards that very end, I'll be like, look, I would stay to help you clean up, but I hate cleaning up. So now I'm going to go. Good luck with the cleanup, though. Uh, that kind of thing. And uh-huh. when I throw parties, I make sure. Because these are the things that I don't like when I'm invited to things. So I don't want to do that to somebody else. Mm. So when I throw parties, I don't wait until the very end to clean up. And I always tell people these. I'm like, we're going to use disposable everything. I don't, cl- I don't care if anybody thinks that's, you know. You know, people like to be highbrow. Oh my God. One time somebody invited me to Friends Given and they insisted on using real dinnerware, mm. real everything. But the funny thing is, we had like the Friends Given in one of those like apartment recreational spaces and they had to bring the real everything. And I hate this nonsense people do where all their dinnerware sets don't match. Mm. I hate it. <laughs> I f- it annoys me. It's the tackiest thing you'd possibly do. Not. The forks didn't match. The spoons didn't match. The plates didn't match. Nothing matched. Oh, God. They didn't even have dinnerware tumblers, cups, glass cups, the tumblers. They Uh had mugs. Some were mugs. Some I was like, why would you insist on doing this? None of this matches.
1: This is tacky as fuck.
0: Why wouldn't you just have disposable everything?
1: At least Why? the disposable things would match.
0: <laughs> yes, at least they would match, at least that. And I was like, and that's the thing. And after that was done because it was in a recreational, or a recreational space and that recreational space happened to not have a sink in it. So I'm like, now you have to transport all the waste and all the dirty dishes back to somebody's place to wash. How does this make any sense? This is a stupid idea. Anyway, I don't do that. I don't do that. Disposable everything. And I always tell people, if you leave a drink unattended for more than 20 minutes, I will throw it away for you. I'm always walking around if it's my place and I'm just tossing things. Because if you want another drink, go make another drink. What I will not accept, though, is you will leave a half drink on the floor. Somebody will walk by and kick it. Now we have a spill. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. If you leave trash on the floor for more than 10 minutes, I will throw it away for you. And then if you walk back and be like, oh, where'd my drink go? I was like, I threw it away. Me. Go make another one. Yeah, that's how. And the thing is, at the end of the night, when it's time for people to leave, there's nothing to clean up. Nothing. It's all done. Everything is organized. No need to do the whole back and forth. A lot of people at parties don't know. um, Okay, we'll talk about party etiquette right now. But like, they don't know. When you're at parties, you have to take small sizes of everything. Hmm. Even your drink, the drink that you make can't be full to the brim. You make just enough that you know you can finish in like 10 minutes. And then if you'd like more, go make more and go incrementally like that. Even with the food, right? Some people will do way too much. And then they have this heap of waste on the floor. I'm like, did you not have any home training? Yeah, but anyway, well, okay, okay. Now let's talk about party etiquette. If you are going to a party, especially in someone else's home, you bring a token gift. You always bring a token gift. You do not show up empty-handed. Usually, it's a consumable thing like a food item or a drink item. If you know the person so well that like this is like maybe this is the one-off that you were running late from work and you couldn't bring something, that's okay. But the norm should be that you bring a token gift. You shouldn't show up empty-handed. Bring some chocolates. Bring a bottle of wine. Bring bring something, something. Don't show up hmm. empty-handed. <laughs> and like. Like, I was just saying, don't be greedy with food and drinks. If you show up to a party, if there are, like, 12 slices of pizza, don't take four. Take one. When you're done with the one, if you'd like some more, then maybe wait until everybody has had a chance to get some pizza. Then you go back. Mm. It's, it's To me, this stuff is common sense. But I see people who show up to parties and they just grab all the food. They grab all the... Why are you acting like you've, not, you've never seen food before?
1: <laughs> yeah, I like... <laughs> so, when I host parties, I, I don't want people to feel like they have to be very, like, conscious, so I, like, if there's not enough food there to feed twice the number of people that are at the party, like, I'm not... There needs to be, like... So much food to account for, like, anyone who doesn't apparently know this. Like, I don't want them to mess up things for anyone else. Like,
0: (laughs) just. It's always better to have surplus. You never want to be the person who's throwing a stingy party and, like, not everybody everybody has a chance to eat at the party that you threw. Really? Yeah. You know the nonsense that I fucking hate? Sorry, white people. Shout out to white people. They do this nonsense where they buy one bag of chips and one dip. They call it a party. Yeah. I hate this nonsense. I hate this nonsense. Stop it. Stop it. Don't do it. Why? There's no reason for that. Don't do that. Yeah, and to that end, though, this is a trick that, I I mean, as a kid, because, you know, kids are restless. Like, you'd go to a party and you'd tear the whole place up. My grandma would be like, you make sure you eat before you leave to the party. As a kid, you always eat at home first. And what that Hmm. does is when you go to the party, you're not restless. You're not hungry. You're not, you know, waiting Mm -hmm. for the food to get ready. You can be better behaved because you already ate. And then if the, even if the food mm-hmm. is ready and you come, you don't eat like a hungry, starved person as if your parents mm-hmm. didn't feed you at home because you already ate. And then now you can eat like a proper person. You don't make a mess, that kind of stuff. Until today, it stays with me. If you're inviting me out, even if it's the smallest thing I find, I will eat it before I leave home because I'm not going to show up mm-hmm. to your party. And then you can tell me, oh, the food is not ready. It's going to take 30 minutes to get here. And then I'm like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. I, No, I, no, yep. I can't. That behavior, I cannot have that.
1: That's it, yeah, I know myself, I get hangry. I don't want to take that hanger out on anyone if you invited me to a party. Yeah. <laughs> I always eat, not a lot, mm-hmm. but I always like eat something beforehand. Yeah, it
0: doesn't, it could be like literally like a quarter of a sleeve of crackers. You just eat something that <laughs> way when you get to the place you're going, you're not like out of sorts. The other thing is I also try to use the bathroom before I go to a party because, and this is this is a me thing. I don't like going, like, if you show up to somebody's house and, like, you know, you don't know how well they keep their bathrooms clean, that kind of stuff. That nonsense. I don't want to figure it out. I don't. I don't. Or you get there and they have, like, single-ply toilet paper. And you just single have to p- curse them out when they. Or you get there and they have, like, some really terrible smelling hand soap. Or they have the hand soap, but they have nothing to dry your hands with. Or whatever it is that you, the towel, the hand, that, that towel has been there for years. They've never washed it once. It looks nasty. you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't like that. So I make sure I use the bathroom. I make sure I'm perfectly content so that way. If I go, I don't have to worry about where's the bathroom. And then I have to get there. And I Ugh. yeah, that kind of stuff. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Which is also why when (laughs) I throw parties, I go to the bathroom, the guest bathroom. I flood it with as many uh, tissue paper or paper. I don't put as many paper towels, though, because some people are dumbasses and they will flush paper towels. (laughs) So I will put, you know, I'll put maybe three new towels freshly washed folded maybe one will be hanging and then i'll put as many toilet paper rolls over there that way like i make sure like the 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 hand soap is filled to the brim the toilet is spotless clean like or you go to somebody's guest bathroom and you see um you know how people brush their teeth and they they drop dollops of toothpaste in the sink but they don't wash it down the sink and then it forms like a crust and then you see that Mm -hmm. i don't like that I don't like that. So I make sure that the, the sink is clean. I'm very meticulous about this. I don't have the Because if I go to somebody's house, these are the things that I would judge them for. I would judge them for these things. Party etiquette. Use the restroom before you leave. Don't show up to the bathroom. <laughs> don't show up to the party. I'm the first of the bathroom. Where's your bathroom? Um, also, the other thing is, Maybe, this is the thing. What if the person only has that one bathroom and there are, I don't know, 12 attendees at the party and then everybody else has to use the restroom and you're so pressed to use the restroom that you can't. Use the restroom at home first. So that way you're a little like content when you get there. You don't, you're not rushed for anything.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm one of those people who has to like pee every like hour and a half. So that (laughs) part is hopeless for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, that stuff, that stuff is... Or actually, you know what? Let me say this explicitly. Sorry to those who are eating while listening to this episode. If you go to someone's house, if they have really old plumbing, and you go do a number two, and then it gets stuck, and you don't see a plunger nearby, and you have to be the person who abandons ship, and you're known as the person who showed up to the party and ruined their bathroom, Mm -hmm. you want to be that person no you don't want to be that person <laughs> this is what i'm saying this is exactly what i'm saying you do not want to be that person i don't trust anybody's house plumbing i don't trust it mm-hmm. i use the bathroom before i leave home and make sure that i make sure that if i'm going any place i'm not pressed to use anything i just and if the case is like everyone to know how that'll happen like say for instance you really want to go to this party and then your day kind of like, you know, there's a monkey wrench that gets thrown in your day. You're just leaving work before you get there. You didn't have a chance to go home first, that kind of thing. And then, you know, you get there and then you must do the, de- some. you know, some people don't have poopery in their bathroom. Some people don't have plug-ins. And even if they have plug-ins, like it depends what kind of deuce you drop, you know. <sighs> Then the next person who goes in the bathroom after you knows what you did in there. That kind of stuff. Like, the embarrassing stuff, you want to avoid as much of that as possible. Because, again, this is a social interaction. It's, especially because somebody like me who overthinks everything, I, I don't want to, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't, I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't want no smoke. I don't want no problems. I don't do any of that.
1: God, do you enjoy hosting parties? Sorry, this is a side, side tangent. But it sounds miserable the way you're describing it for you. <laughs>
0: Actually, you know what? I do enjoy hosting parties. I don't enjoy planning for the actual party. Mm. Because when you host a party, this this is what I'm saying. If you think about all of these things, it's never a bad time. All people have to do yes. is show up and vibe. Mm-hmm. So, say, for instance, people don't realize this. When they throw parties, I always think about this this kind of dumb stuff. People will throw parties and they won't put, like, a coat rack nearby. Mm-hmm. I have a wheelable coat rack specifically for parties. Because you don't want people to show up and then just start dumping their coats they'll dump it over the chair or they'll find the nearest bedroom to dump it in the room. I don't Mm -hmm. like that nonsense. Or they'll take off their scarves and just toss it every place. I don't do that nonsense. There's a rack over there. There are hangers over there. As soon as you walk in, if you need to put your coat, hang it up. Don't throw it anyplace. Mm -hmm. If you throw, I will stop you and be like, no, 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 no. Put it on the rack. And what that does is, it just, it forces people to be organized in this space. So if, say for instance, now people have to sit down and play a game of Jenga. There's enough room. There's not somebody's coat hanging there, or if somebody leaves to go someplace, their coat isn't sitting there that somebody else won't be able to take that spot. So it's like it becomes like a fluid environment where everything is thought of. Like people will No, by the way, no shoes in the house. No shoes. When I plan <laughs> a party, you take your shoes off at the motherfucking door. And what I do is I provide socks. I always have like a pack of a pack of twenty or thirty socks <laughs> by the door. If and I tell people that before they arrive. This is a no shoe home. So if you enter and you feel like maybe you were wearing you know high heels or whatever and you know people usually don't wear socks with high heels, like if you feel like the floors are cold, socks are over there. If you feel like maybe you are wearing socks that are you are embarrassed of because there are holes in them, socks right there. Just wear them, leave with them. I don't want them back. That's why I have a pack of fifty. Take as many as you need. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I don't. I want it to be so. If that makes sense, I want everything to have been thought of. It's not miserable, but it's just. I feel like it makes everything go smoothly. I do enjoy hosting. Do you enjoy hosting?
1: I do. I do. I do over prepare. But then I feel like during the party I'm a little more I'm a little more lazy fair like while it's going on about like if things are getting messy, but I like to just also cuz like mm-hmm. I want to enjoy it. But yeah, I like way over prepare trying to like anticipate what yeah. people might need and make it convenient so yes. that they're not like there's nothing they need to come, like, ask me for, like, you know, there's enough food, there's enough drinks, there's, like, if they go in the yeah. bathroom, there's anything they would need to find there, like. And the more parties I host, the more I enjoy hosting them, because I just, like, get more in the rhythm of it and figure out what people need.
0: I actually enjoy sitting at, yeah, like, when people are just vibing and they it's usually a good time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it's not the case where I'm over here, like, watching everything with a hawk. It's just, I'm very observant. I'll, like, see it from the corner of my eye. Like, say, for instance, I'll see the person who's stacked two dirty things next to them and i'll just i'll bookmark it in my head mm-hmm. saying okay the next time i get up to get a drink i'll just walk by there and grab it and throw it away for them and usually usually people don't mind i'm mm-hmm. saying it from the perspective of somebody who's singing it as like i'm so, but usually people are like oh thank you so much but i'm like oh no problem <laughs> you know what i hate though i hate 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 this nonsense when people will show up to your place especially if it's like a just a chill night and people hang out they will show up and start requesting things for you to play <laughs> What's worse than that is they'll request things to watch. Oh, yeah. You know what that does? Because the thing is, like, if everybody's having a moment where all to, like, there are groups of conversations going, everybody's enjoying other people's company, and then you require to watch something on the TV, so then you're sequestering everybody's attention to this one focal point. What happens is, what if everybody's not interested in this one thing that you've specifically requested? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind when people suggest music because if they put on something that sucks, like it's it's short term, like you can people can talk over it and then if it's bad like it's easy to fix, but like yeah, watching stuff is is like everyone has to focus on it and then like if it's not good you're all just sitting there but then like somebody will be into it and be upset if you talk and like it's really hard to just like walk away before yeah. the thing is over, like it's yeah. I don't I don't love that yeah unless you're like over there to watch something like over there to like watch a specific movie together or something right
0: right yeah just don't do stuff like that obey obey the house if it's a if it's a house party just obey the house rules I feel like Mm -hmm. some people are not clear about the house rules I'm very clear (laughs) another etiquette thing if you happen to be the last person to leave at least offer to clean at least Mm -hmm. offer to clean I feel like that's, that's kind of, which is why I'm never the last person to leave. Yeah. But like, if you are one of the last people to leave, it, it only makes sense to offer. And he doesn't have to be one of those, like, you can offer to rearrange the furniture back to the way it was before the party started. It doesn't have to be anything big. Like you can offer to like, I don't know, move the, you don't have to wash the plates. You can just offer to move the plates to the sink, stuff like that. Although if I do throw anything and anybody offers, I'm like, oh no no no, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't need your help, my, my dear. I would like you yeah. to help me so I can get this done faster. But because I know that the intention isn't for you to actually help me, you're just offering to be polite, and I recognize it. I'm like, thank you for at least being polite. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> we have a good. Uh, it's it's counterintuitive, but uh, and and you know we don't do this for like a big party. But if it's like a dinner party, we'll use our nice china because we have a rule with the nice china that. You don't clean it if you've been drinking because it's expensive and we not want to break it. So people oh, yeah. will like offer and we're like, no, 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 no. it doesn't get clean tonight. We've been drinking. It has to be left.
0: Yes, that makes sense. Actually, that's a good, that's a good cop out. One time a guest showed up and walked by the disposable cups to the cabinet to get a glass and I was like, oh, no, 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 my dear, put that no. back. No. Because first of all, one cup is not a problem. I'll wash it. It's not a big deal. But once you do that, everybody has seen you do that. So everybody will just follow mm-hmm. suit and do it. I'm not washing 12 cups. No, put that mm-hmm. back. These are the cups <gasps> you use. Yeah. And some, the thing is, some people are so, some people feel like as though using disposable stuff is beneath them. I'm like, they don't show up to my party. Yeah. <laughs> get back in your car and leave. It's very simple.
1: And some people yes. are just so forward. Like I, even if I'm like, I'm I'm in a party, there's no plastic things out. So I assume the intention is to like use glasses and I want some water. I'm not just going to start like opening their cabinets. I'm going to ask yeah. the host to be like, oh, I if I ask. wanted some water, where would I find a glass? <laughs> like, I'm not just yes. going to just start going through <sighs> shit. Like
0: People are so bold, but then they, they get shocked when you meet them just where they are. So if you grab it and I say, no, 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 put that back. And then look at you like, <laughs> put that back. I'm like, sorry, I'm matching your energy. You were so bold to have just gone to my cabinet to grab a cup. Okay. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop you in your tracks and let you know that's unacceptable. And then you're going to act like, oh my God, I'm wilding out here. No, motherfucker, you're wilding out here. How dare you? I meet you where you are. If you, if you show up and you're really polite and you ask really nicely, I'm like, oh, no, no. no I think tonight we're going to stick to that kind of thing. I won't be rude. Mm-hmm. But if you've already like broken flock to just go grab it. Now I have to hit you like, with the exact same energy. If you show up and you're like, oh, I would like some water. Where can I get some water? I'm like, oh, you know what? There are bottled water uh, at room temperature and there's some in the fridge. Which would you like? I'll be really nice to you. But if you're just out here wilding, I have to get you back. Can't, can't yes. just be out here disrespectful. The other thing is, like, if you show up to the party and you bring up a controversial topic, if I'm the host, I have to do the... This is what I mean. Being a host can be exhausting if you invite the wrong person or if one of the yeah. people does the wrong thing. Because what ends up happening is, this, people don't think about this, if I'm the host and you bring up a topic that I know can be completely left field, I have to do the mental acrobatics to jump into that conversation, to stare it the other way, or to mm-hmm. change it to something else without, like, I have to do it in such a creative way that you don't know I'm doing it. And all the other people who heard the thing you've just said don't know I'm doing it. You know what I mean? So you're putting a lot of work on me, which is why I put those rules in place. So I don't have to do all that. Somebody can show up and start talking some nonsense and I have to be like, Oh my God, guys, we're going to play a game of Jenga. You guys want to come over here and play? the? Let's read the rules. (laughs) I I had no intention of playing Jenga. I was enjoying my drink, talking to whoever I was talking to. So now I have to circumvent your bullshit. Next time you're not showing up here. (laughs) (laughs) Next time don't show up. (laughs) See that kind of stuff that you have to just be you always have to be on alert and you have to see everything. It's work, it's work. Which is why I try not to invite the wrong person and I try not to invite somebody who could like break flock because then they make my job harder.
1: Yeah, I'm like too deferential to guests. Like I like want so badly for them to have a good time that I'll just like let things slide and just like suffer in silence. (laughs) Like, did I want you to go get a cup from my cabinet? No. Do I think you're extremely forward? Yes. But I like won't say anything unless it's like imminent. The harm is going to come to something like I'm like, ooh, are you like look like you're going to spill that? I'm like, I'll just I'll just suffer in silence.
0: Or or they grab the cup and they put it on like a a table without a coaster or stuff like that. Yes. And You know, oh that that's God. going to form a thing after that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I like won't. I'm so bad about avoiding confrontation. I just go like slide coasters.
0: <laughs> you fix it. Yeah. Under it. Yeah.
1: Oh, but when people do that, when there's coasters on the table, that kills me. Oh, I can't with that. There'll be like coasters all over the table. Clearly, they're, this is meant to be used with coasters and they just slap it on the table. Oh,
0: I just, or people will see like, if you have hors d'oeuvres on the table, they'll see that there is a tongue on there to grab them. They will go hand first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say something I'm like oh no 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 there you you can use the tongues the tongues are there for the hors d'oeuvres They're not for the other thing. They're for the actual you use them <laughs> mm-hmm. Because people don't when we were kids I, I always wondered why like my grandma and my aunt stuff like they would say some stuff that I thought was really intuitive But I just thought like why would you say that they'll say stuff like chew with your mouth closed I was like duh I don't want the food to fall out then I until I met people who actually chewed with their mouths open and I'm like That's why they were very or oh. they'd say if you go to a place and there's a whole bunch of food items, whichever one your hand touches first, even if it's not the one you want after you've touched it, once you touch it, you must take it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, the reason why I put tongs on there because people could change their mind. Now, but if you already touch it with your hand, you have to take it. If I see somebody who does that, I have to make sure I look at the ones that they touched and quickly go grab them and toss them out. <laughs> because you understand what I'm saying? Like If everybody else mm-hmm. saw them too they will be uneasy about eating from that thing. You're making it difficult for all the other people at the party to enjoy the party, which is why, like, as a host, you have to be on high alert. It's-
1: I feel like my parties are a lot messier than yours.
0: (laughs) You as the host, you set the vibe. If you're comfortable with it, it will fly. If I show up to your house, I will treat your house the way I want to treat my house, Mm. right? Where that becomes a problem is if the way you treat your house is better than the way I would want to treat my house, then you have to step in to let me know that what I'm doing is unacceptable. Mm. Because if you don't, I'll just do it thinking it's okay. The other thing is if you're hosting something, I feel as though if you're inviting people, you are probably the common denominator right you are usually the person that almost everybody else knows so you have to go out of your way to introduce people to other people or put mm-hmm. conversation starters out so they can talk to each other about the thing mm-hmm. so you know they're usually like i'll like put like maybe five or six bottles of fragrances on a coffee table upstairs because that's something that i enjoy and people will usually see, and i'll pick the ones that have the most unique bottles that maybe you can't even tell it's a fragrance and people will pick it up and be like what is this and then somebody else who knows what it is, is like oh my god isn't that the yeah and then they start talking about it or i'll put like my nintendo switch out which mm-hmm. i don't play but if people see it, they're like oh my god you have a <laughs> switch and i'm like yeah and then they'll they'll you know start talking about games that they enjoy like you have to go the extra mile to put a conversation starter out because they only know you. If you introduce them, you have to give them something to talk about. Right? Uh-huh. So
1: bookshelves are good for that like people like like people like looking at what books you have and talking about books that's a good one but just like leaving things out that's a good idea we do that too with like or at least uh, you know the aim eventually is to do that with art like we have this very elaborate lamp slash art piece that john bought that always attracts like attention someone will always ask about that lamp and it's a good story and it's It's like a unique enough thing that every once in a while, like someone really thinks it's hideous, which we love. Like I love when someone (laughs) thinks that lamp is hideous. (laughs) But yeah, conversation starters are good. Very good to have. I love weddings. I love weddings. I know a lot of people don't. I just like, I don't know. I love that there's like a lot of variation and it's very personal to the people. But at the same time, there's like usually Mm. a very similar flow to a lot of them. So you sort of know what to expect. I like sort of having the ceremony at the beginning, and then just like it's just a party afterwards. I really like weddings. (laughs) I like the sappy part, too. I just like, oh, I don't know. They're fun. My other favorite type of party is dinner parties. I love dinner parties. I feel like it has a good, like, I mean, (laughs) number one, I love food, but also... I feel like it's a really good way to, like, get good conversation going and, like, have have enough things going on to focus on, but also, like, still be able to really, like, talk with each other and have a good time. Yeah. Some of my favorites. Yeah. And my husband, as we've heard on this podcast before, loves to cook for extra dinner parties, like, just the most extra it's a blast
0: so that concludes our episode on parties party
1: thanks everybody for joining us you can find us on twitter instagram and tiktok at big empty purse tweet us message us ask us for more party tips clearly we're professionals (laughs) but you only get so much because you can't actually afford us no you can't you really can't (laughs) uh and as always let us know what topics you'd like to hear us cover in the future
0: on next week's episode we'll be talking about summertime. Yeah, you heard that right, summertime. Until next time, peace.